Hello, I'm Tom Finning. And I'm Peter Skerritt. And this is the Beckles Baptist Church Reading Together podcast, which exists to encourage us as a church family as we continue to read through Tim Chester's book, Enjoying God, so to prompt further thinking and further discussion of all that we have read. Today is episode 10, and we're coming to chapter 9 in the book, which moves to considering how we relate to God as God the Holy Spirit. We've considered how we relate to God as God the Father, God the Son, now God the Spirit. And today in chapter 9 we see in every temptation we can enjoy the Spirit's life. Pete, Tim kicks off by giving us seven stories. Um, Mm. What are the stories about and what's the intention behind those Mm. stories? Yeah, uh, it's basically a big Bible overview working through from beginning uh, through to now. Uh, seven different stories uh, of the Spirit's work at different points. So, uh, right from the beginning, in, in the beginning creation, uh, after the flood of Noah uh, in Egypt with the people of Israel um, being rescued, um, then pro- prophecy to it's a loud bike going past in the background, um, and then prophecy of the future or what God would do by His Spirit. But what sums them all up together is really. Uh, in each instance, the, the Spirit of God bringing life and order from nothingness or darkness or death, uh, kind of a new beginning, a new start, a, a new creation at each point, and just seven examples of how that has been the case. And he, he kind of sums up with his own example. Story seven, 40 years ago, I was dead. Or he was alive, he was actually a young child, but spiritually dead, and then the Spirit came and brought him to life. So just a, seven snippets Throughout history, the Spirit brings life. And, and through this, he's trying to, I suppose, expand our horizons, isn't he, and saying actually the Spirit is not... Don't think the Spirit is just like on the subs bench until we get to yeah. once Jesus ascends into heaven. No, the Holy Spirit is the person of the Trinity who has been actively involved at every stage of salvation history mm. from the get-go. Um, do you think I mean, that links to why he then goes on to the, 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 the main point of his... A chapter which is about raising our expectations of the Spirit, because if we think he's just a, on the sub-bench until Jesus goes to heaven and he kind of steps in, but he's been doing nothing since, well, we'll expect very little of him. Mm. Um, but he's pointing us back to say, actually, you know, it's fundamental, vital, you expect lots from him. Yeah, yeah. And the, da- the danger is that if we don't live expecting the Spirit to be greatly at work within us and through us, then we just play it safe. And so there's this great, this, this, this quote that I've written, ouch, in the margin by on page 114, where he says, it may be that we rarely experience the Spirit of God because we never need him. Our lives are too secure, our prayers are too safe, our expectations are too low. I, I, that's just really challenging to think, okay, is my Christian life just a safe thing in which I never really actually need the Spirit's help? The, the, yeah, no wonder I wrote, ouch, yeah, the margins yeah, yeah. there. Yeah. And that, 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 if nothing else from the chapter, is that you can expect massive things from the Spirit who brings power in life. He says power to proclaim Christ and life so that we might die to self. Mm-hmm. Life that we might actually live like Jesus. Mm-hmm. We can expect big things from him. Great. And he, there's, there's a list, isn't there, page 115 to 116, in which mm. Tim Chester works really hard to encourage us that if we've been Christians for any length of time, the Spirit has already been at work in us. Um, yeah. But to some extent, these things might seem very ordinary, yeah. 
But actually, for someone who's spiritually dead, they're impossible, aren't they? So when you have faith in Christ, when you're willing to serve God, when you joyfully sacrifice for Christ, when you have any affection for your Christian brothers and sisters, when you recoil from sin, when you have any desire for holiness, you're enjoying the Spirit's life. Um, And the Spirit has actually... I think lots of us will be able to say, that's me. Yeah, yeah. And that's evident the Spirit is at work yeah. in us, which I think is a real encouragement and should spur us on to expect more yeah. in the future too. And I, I mean, I find the language of, of that whole little section, page 114 to 115, really encouraging, just unpacking Romans chapter 8 in this chapter and the next, yeah. and just talking, as if this, this is the Spirit who gives life and he's living in you right now. And just amazing quotation you already have resurrection power coursing through your veins and it just makes you think ah yeah that that is why i have faith in christ that that's why i would love anybody at all and so it suddenly kind of shines a new light on what you think is very ordinary mm. well actually it's com- it's a complete miracle uh, that we've been taken from the realm of the flesh brought into this realm of the spirit with jesus living in us by the spirit mm. and so it's extraordinary and which I suppose is where he lands with, I felt it was two points, I don't know whether you'd agree or not. He's basically saying, I think, because of this, you can please God in the way that you live, but also you're not powerless to, to kind of resist sin. Um, the kind of pleasing and power were two things I kind of picked up on mm. page 116. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you, what you thought of those imageries. I, of think those, I, think, I, I just think those images are really helpful, aren't they? So halfway down, page 116, it talks about uh, God will look on you as a father looks on a small child, delighted in what we do. Um, mm-hmm. That just, it, yeah, evidence of the spirits at work in us and just a real encouragement that actually we can live in a way that pleases God, that makes him yeah. smile in all we do. Yeah. Um, and that's just evidence of the spirit's work in us. Should we make us grateful? Yeah. And should make us expectant too that the spirit will continue to be at work in us. Mm. So, and again, those the two two-sided images comparing our, our works of pleasing God as scribbles from a child to their father, and kind of reproductions of great artworks, just makes it, you realise that these seemingly small, ordinary acts are actually significant and mm. and really big. And then he lists some examples when you risk hostility to speak of Christ. You choose to attend a prayer meeting on a cold night. You decide to spend time with someone on need. You're experiencing the life of the spirit in you. It's not dramatic. There's no tingle down the spine or warm glow. But you know you would not have done it if the spirit wasn't in you. Um, So that is the resurrection power coursing through you. Mm. What seems ordinary is really not. Where betind us to dismiss those great things that God is doing in us. Um, when it comes to putting this stuff into practice, he has this somewhat unnerving illustration, doesn't he? These two cars, the, yeah. the person who, um, who drives out in a clapped-out car that can't go any, anywhere over 30 miles an hour. I, I don't know, I've got a picture of a Toyota Yaris, Toyota Yaris. in my mind. I don't know why. I have one. Um, and then you're given a really, really fast car, but you never use it. What's his point in using that illustration? He's saying, uh, of course, if you don't put the accelerator down and push hard on the Christian life um, uh, and expect more, you'll, you'll, never, you'll never be pushed beyond your limits at all. Uh, so if I put my foot down in a Ferrari, um, I will notice a difference. 
But if I keep it at 30, I'm not going to notice any difference between the Ferrari and the Yaris. Similarly, he says, uh, uh, we don't notice the difference. We don't feel the power of the Spirit because we've never hit the accelerator. Uh, this truth is our life is so safe that we never actually notice our need for the Spirit's work. So we never notice the Spirit at work. Whereas if I was to step out in boldness and think, boy, I cannot do this. I, I cannot witness to that person who is really, actually frankly terrifies me. And then I, I do it. And I've, I've, then I'm in a position where I'm sent, I realize the power of God at work to help me do that. Yeah. And so if you don't step out, push hard, step on the accelerator, you're not going to realize the help that you've got, mm. the resources you've got. And that, all of which is summed up in page 119. How do we live in communion with the Holy Spirit? We rely on him. We expect him to work. If you want to see the Spirit at work in your life, then attempt things that you feel you cannot do without his help. Yeah. That's really helpful. That's really helpful. Yeah. And we just noted that it was a very forceful end to a chapter. Like A lot of them have been really kind of positive and comforting. And, then, and this is, but it adds a sharper edge to uh, what, what do you do when you put down this chapter and close this book? Mm. And that's, yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and then he, and I, I think the, the example of Mike and Emma, so he picks up Emma here, doesn't he, with the, mm. with the friends gossiping at the school gate, and just that capacity to say no to that temptation to get involved just earths it really nicely of just yeah. saying, that, again, it's an unglamorous example of walking away from a situation where you could be dragged into doing yeah. things that are wrong, yeah, yeah. but it just feels earthed and real and something that I could expect yeah. too. Yeah, and like she says, she looks back on it, in time, she'll see that, oh, that was a significant moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that power to please God and to fight sin in the most ordinary things, step by step. Mm-hmm. You'll look back and think, boy, have I changed. Yeah. Encouraging. Brilliant. Okay, well, that's the end of chapter nine of our 10th podcast. We'll be back next time as we continue to look about life in the Spirit and how we have a relationship with God, the Spirit. See you then. Thank <laughs> you.